The following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. sense of urgency by Archcastle. Oh, he's got his hands in his pockets. Uh-oh. Oh. Wait a oh. minute. What the hell is going on he's here? He's like a two-legged man in an ass-kicking contest has. Yes. Or a handy contest. Swinging a miss by Cole and Fish. A second time in Orange Cassidy. Double drop kick. The big nip up. Cassidy back up to his feet. And Whoa. double work on Rana. That was impressive, man. Wow. Great athleticism from Orange. Orange Cassidy off the chest of Cole. CDT on Bobby Fish. Again. Planted Fish right there. He's a one-man show. I'll say that about Orange Cassidy. His hair is in place all the time. Never moves. Amazing. Maybe it's a toupee. Wheeler Yuta on the top. Orange Cassidy. Almost a Cena crossbody by Yuta. Best friends looking good right here in this Black Friday edition of Rampage. Little emergency here from Orange Cassidy as Wheeler makes the tag. Orange Cassidy, the crossbody, setting up for Wheeler Yuta. Another oh. one! Tope Suicida takes out Fish. Wheeler Yuta! Splash! This Yuta. is it. This is going to be an upset. Big upset. One, two. Big upset. No. And that was close. He had a good lockup, a good uh, hookup on that cradle, I should say. His grip now tagging in Cassidy. I've been very impressed by Wheeler Yuta this whole match, I'll be honest with you. He showed a lot of fight, a lot of heart. A lot of perseverance, but right now Adam Cole fighting against both of the best Jeez. friends. The pump kick takes Yuta out. No, Yuta hung on to the bottom rope. Unbeknownst to Cole. Sundog Millionaire! German oh. suplex! Oh, and look at this! Jackknife! One, two, no! Beautiful sequence there by the best friends. Yeah, no doubt about that, Chris, I agree, but now Bobby Fish finds himself. Handling both Orange Cassidy. What a round kick. And Yuta. Yuta off his feet. Oh, the wow. exploder. Oh, my God. Right into Yuta. He's a two men with the price of one. Yeah, he used his body as a weapon right there. And Fish has got something else in mind here. Oh, he's going to make the tag. I see he was not legal. So now Orange is in trouble. Great danger here. Bobby Fish bull rushing Orange Cassidy into the corner. The need of the inner thigh. Yeah, and he's going he for that dragon screw, and Whoa. there it is. Such terrible torque. Oh. And then the flying knee strike. Bobby Fish sits uh -oh. under the cover. Two. No. Oh, but look at this right oh, into the smart. knee bar. Yeah, he got that oh. knee bar in perfectly, Fish does. And Wheeler Yuta being held at bay by Adam Cole. The longer he waits. And Yuta avoided the super oh. kick to break up the submission. This thing is non-stop. Orange Cassidy lands a kick of his own. He's got Cole up. Knee break. 
That leg's bothering him, though. Big time. Can he keep on going with this momentum, Orange Cassidy? I told you it's going to happen if he takes off that elbow pad. Look out! But can he launch for that orange punch? Oh! oh. Well, he got launched with that shoulder block by Fish. Cassidy breaks free of the grip of Bobby Fish. Uh-oh. Swing and a miss. Oh! oh. Slaughter into the corner! Wheeler makes the tag, though! That's good, because Orange Cassidy's done. And Bobby Fish didn't realize it. And look at Wheeler Yuta! Upset. Yeah, hook, no. yeah. At this point, close. I can't tell who's going to get the, 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 the fall here. Yeah, no, this thing's going go either way to your point, Chris. This has been a tremendous oh. way to kick off Rampage Wheeler. Yuta, Northern Lights, bomb one, two. No. Oh, wow. Keep on rolling, Yuta. Don't stop. Wheeler Yuta showing why he is so highly regarded by Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Well, you dig deep with that cardio zone here. He's got me. This might be a Cole, bad idea. Oh, no. Uh oh. Oh, Cole. Just landed right on his jam bag. Disrupted Ooh. the balance of Yuta. And Yuta getting hung out to dry off on the top. Oh, the elbow pad. pad's off. Look out. He set him up for the orange punch. Oh, wait. What? Adam Cole sweeps out Orange Cassidy and sets oh. Cassidy into the steps. That's what friends are for. Adam Cole's a great friend. Cassidy sent into those steel steps a second time. Well, Cassidy down on the outside for sure, but now Wheeler and Yuta's in trouble. Bobby Fish might be thinking, he might be thinking super duper plex from the tippy top rope. Bobby Fish. Uh oh. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Wow. Avalanche Falcon Arrow. Match is over. Bobby Fish. Wow. Unbelievable finish. Here are your winners. The team of Adam Cole and Bobby. Fish. Sound like the ring was gonna just explode on that, that collision on the mat. What a way to make a living. Wow. Once again, Fish did that with no uh, rush. He didn't rush it at all. He took his time. Let's look at it. Look how he's meticulously waiting to get that finishing move on. The, the Avalanche Falcon Arrow, oh. right for the top rope. Yeah, I don't care who you are, you're not kicking out of that. And there was no chance for Orange Cassidy to come in and break up the pin after getting taken out on the outside by Adam Cole. Yeah. Riho oh, turned the corner, but Britt came back with a sling blade, far leg hook. Riho kicks out. Just barely. And look at this rounded pound. Trying to cover up Riho, that's smart. Look at the size difference. Cover. And we talked about it earlier before the break, you know, how important of an opportunity is for Riho in this Black Friday deal match here to get a shot you know, at the champion here, and she's in the ring with the champion, so it's a big opportunity for Rio. And, and remember, Taz, Britt Baker has never beaten Rio in her singles career. Oh, you know that's gotta be renting space in the head of Britt for sure, the good doctor. That's gotta be pissing her off. It can also cause her to make an, an integral mistake that could turn the tide for Rio, and Rio needs it right now. You can see it happening. Look, Britt, don't get, don't let the people get to you, Britt. Yeah, 50-50 split here the champion in Chicago and for Riho. The boot right under the jaw, pushing your head back, that can actually knock you unconscious. Especially with those buckles. Britt Baker pouring the pressure on Riho. Oh, oh almost struck, but Riho oh. fires back with one of her own. Uh-oh. Riho's tough, man. She She's lays tenacious. it in. She lays it in for sure. She's tenacious as heck. But got Britt, shut down, though. Yeah, that kick to the midsection stopped Riho in her tracks. A hammer throw into the corner. Britt comes around but walks into the boots of Riho. Riho comes through. Head scissors. Riho's got to keep the momentum. Got the doctor reeling the rock in a bit here. And Riho 
Charging into the corner, Ooh. running knee strike. That was right on the point of the jaw of Britt Baker. I think you're right, Excalibur. She might be going Northern Lights suplex here, but Britt knew it. Yeah. Hard to take her off her feet with that size advantage. Oh, no. Britt oh. shows it right there. The suplex into the corner. Rijo's feet getting caught on the turnbuckle pad. Which adds to the intensity of that fall in the back of her head. When you can't land with all four points, it can very much damage you, and it might have damaged oh. her. Britt looking for the air raid crash. She's fixing to land at all four points now. Maybe not. Rijo, though, lands on her feet, escapes out. Oh! Dragon, dragon suplex with the release planted. Dr. Britt Baker. Look, look at the red marks on Rio's face from those forearms from Britt Baker. Riho covers two. No. Gotta hook the leg, guys. We all know that. Again, it shows how important this is, Excalibur. This match, this Black Friday deal match for Rio, the physicality. Riho would like to be the only two-time AEW Women's World Champion. A victory here would put her one step closer. Swinging a miss by Riho. Oh, oh ripcord oh. elbow. And now Britt with the hook, the air raid oh, crash. She got him. Center of the ring. It's over. Britt Baker. Oh, oh wow. Damn. She's got heart. She's got tenacity. Now, Riho has it all. Well, but now Britt's mad, which is even worse. The mean streak of Britt Baker. Oh, Britt with a stomp. Oh. No. Riho, boot to the midsection. Northern Lights. Northern Lights suplex. High bridge. One, two, no. High bridge, no kidding. She was right up on her toes for that one. Beautiful positioning there by Riho. Yeah, excellent explosivity in the hips on that throw. Now to the Riho. top. Oh, she got her. Double foot stomp. This is it. Diving foot stomps. Riho covers. No. Britt once again kicks out. Well, the doctor could have probably grabbed the bottom rope instead of exerting energy, but it don't matter. She did not lose the match yet. And Riho. Oh. Ooh. Going for head. the knee. Rio's head hit. Clever. And Britt, the Fisherman's neck breaker, no. Oh, Rio, wow, look at this. Oh, the she got her. She, she got, got her. her. Oh. And Rio oh. She got the pin. What an upset. Oh, what an upset. Rio. Rip Baker's shot. She can't believe it. I can't believe it. Rio just pinned the AEW Women's World Champion in the middle of the ring. And now Rio is guaranteed a shot at the AEW Women's World Championship. Oh, my God. Kingston's ankle is bending at his Kingston lunges for that bottom rope. Garcia. Twisting at it, twisting at it. And he's kicking him in the head. He's got to escape this. Up kicks from Kingston, but Garcia now just hammering oh down on God. Kingston. What are those punches called, Taz? What you call them? Oh, just, those are ridge hands. And ridge hands. Strikes. But the thing is, I don't know if Garcia should be losing his cool like that. He was zoned in on a good knee ball and a good leg lock. Probably could have won the match with it. Excellent point, Taz. Garcia. I mean, his, his moniker, Red Death, when Garcia gets angry, he, he just sees red, he loses all reason. That could come to bite him in this match if Kingston can fight back from this flurry. A, a slow moving pace, but every strike uh -oh, means uh -oh, something uh -oh, here. Uh -oh. Half and half is coming up. Tell the, oh my gosh, right in the back of his neck. That'll but, slow him down. But once again, look where Garcia goes. Great instincts by Garcia. Right to the ropes. And again, Kingston cannot capitalize due to all that damage to his knee. Now let's check a look at this half and half. This back throw here by Eddie Kingston. Beautifully done wow. right on the back of the head. Right on the back of his yeah, head. Definitely Garcia rolled to that bottom rope, but he also the momentum of the throw and that back has got him. Almost on the top of his head. Yeah, those 
those type of suplexes, when your chin tucks, touches your chest, you know things have gone horribly, horribly wrong. Yes, I Excalibur, I know. <laughs> Trust right. me, I freaking know. And as you know, Rick, you've only got so many of those in your bump card before you could be out forever. Scary. Look at this, guys. Oh, no. It's a firefight. There you go. Garcia covers in. up. And Garcia smacks and palm oh. thrusts. Catching Eddie Kingston on the ear. Oh, oh the SCA. Garcia charges in. in. A desperation shot by Garcia. He threw everything he had into that one. Make the cover, Garcia. Come on. Yeah, Both he's, he's got to stay focused on the victory. You got to. He's doing good stuff. You got to stay focused That's on the win. Square head right there. Let's have Rubik's Cube that guy's head. What a war Ridiculous. we are witnessing unfold here in our main event on Rampage. Garcia up to his feet. Can Kingston rally? Can Kingston come back? He's got to come back. He can't lose this match. This would undoubtedly be the biggest victory of Garcia's young career. Absolutely. Good block. Good block right there by Kingston with that clash. Garcia and the knee pad oh. is down. <laughs> what a fight we're witnessing here. This is what Eddie wants. Eddie oh. wants a strike fest. And I don't know if you want that, man. I mean, if you're Daniel Garcia, be careful. I've been saying it the whole match. Tell you what, oh. though. Look at oh, this. Go. He got him. Psycho oh, wow. suplex. Garcia on roller skates. Kingston, the Urican, avoided by Garcia. Oh. Got him the second time. He got him. Can he make the cover? The spinning back fist. The cover. He got him. Wow. And he kicks the wins. What the hell, Dobbs? 2.0 in there. Big attack by 2.0. What? Oh. Garcia, it looked like he got his hands up. He was trying to block the second one, but Kingston just so powerful with that back fist. Kingston's on his own here, and this is the issue. Wait a minute. Wait, where are you going? 2.0. Chris Jericho has left the announce desk. Where folks. are you going, Chris? 2.0, like a couple of jackals attacking Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. I don't think that 2.0 realizes Jericho is on the hop. He's coming. Jericho's seen enough. Jeff oh. Parker. Eating some right hands, courtesy of Le Champion. Oh my God. And wow, Jericho cleaning house. Chris Jericho had seen enough out of 2.0. Yeah, he realized that Eddie Kingston was in a whole bunch of trouble because 2.0 was gonna put Kingston out for good. Chris Jericho saved the day for Kingston. What an explosive conclusion. Our main event here tonight on Rampage. Remember, coming up this Wednesday on Dynamite, the Atlanta Street Fight, Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo. The final quarterfinal match of the TBS Championship Tournament, Chris Stantlander and Ruby Soho, plus so much more for Taz, Ricky Starks, and Chris Jericho. I'm Excalibur. Good night, everyone.
Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A-Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 everyone and welcome to the pwc friday night carnage right here on the pwc network and on appmarkmedia.com i'm your host jimmy t 
and my co-host, he's up in North Carolina. I don't know what the hell he's doing there, but he's there. It's Michael Davis, aka A Track Black. Uh, excuse me. What's cracking, bro? What's up, everybody? Let there be carnage. I'm glad to be part of the carnage, <laughs> and I'm here in North Carolina for Let's K Weekend. Uh, there, this is my third time being at Arcade, and it'll be this year's pretty, pretty damn big. We got freaking Jay White over here, Mac got Black, Buddy Matthew, Buddy Murphy. It's, it's, it's just stacked over here, and I'm glad to be part of uh, this year's Arcade. I'm glad to be part of the POC Networks Friday Night Carnage with, with Jimmy T. I'm glad. I'm glad to be part of the uh, as new calls. Absolutely, dude, and I'm pumped to have you on, man. And tell me, what, what are you looking forward to at WrestleCade, man? Man, um, it's got to be the, the Malachi Black and Blaine, Blaine Murphy match, because they this not their first time, fourth time wrestling against each other, three times in WWE. And right. I'm, I'm looking forward to this match, because it's, it's funny, it's crazy how all the time that they fought, Buddy Murphy had not beat him once. That's so, true. You nearly beat him, I believe, the last time, but he still lost. And that, and you know what? Those matches, even though at the time they were praised a lot, I feel they're underrated and they're kind of forgotten now that you bring it up. They had some great matches, man, in WWE. Yeah, they had, they had really good matches. And it, it, it sucks that they didn't get uh, enough time, like, like enough more praise in WWE and have, like, you know, be like main event status. Like, Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews. Should have been uh, like mid-card champions at best after those, those matches because those guys tore the house down every chance they get. And it's not going to be any different uh, this Saturday when they fight in the main event of the Super Show at Westercade. Absolutely. I mean, dude, but what do you think? Speaking of Buddy Murphy or or Buddy Matthews, whatever you want to call him, uh, what do you think is gonna is going on with him, man? Do you think we're gonna see him in the in say AEW, or do you think he'll take the Japan route and just do his thing over there? I think he's gonna be uh, doing uh New Japan Strong Days because the last time I checked, uh, they have not spoke, they they not contact uh tagging uh Buddy Murphy for the AEW. So I don't know what's going mm. on with that. Yeah, that's weird, man. I'm surprised by that because I've heard Kenny. Omega himself say on Twitter that what one of his opponent, one opponent that he would love to wrestle in WWE was in fact Buddy Murphy. Yeah, it's, it's I mean if he never go if he doesn't go to AEW it'll be the same because that guy is money. He even got freaking Jack during the pandemic. It's like this this guy is a, is is money. And I think he still should be in a, in a big promotion like AEW. I mean, he can he can I, still do, he can still do it in New, New Japan days. He can go he can still do New Japan America, or he can go travel in, New, in Japan himself and do New Japan days over there. But like, Buddy Murphy should be in a, in a big big uh new uh, uh major promotion in America. Uh, he he deserves it. I agree one hundred percent, man. I mean, and I'm surprised too, man. The shackles are off, even though he got a little heat for doing what he was doing. Do you think what he did? Was kind of racist. I know. Let's be honest, though. I'm. I know he didn't mean it that way, right? And and, and I can understand how it comes across as kind of, as kind of bad, shall I say? But what do you think of that whole situation, anyway? I don't think it. I don't think he was trying to be racist. Uh, no, he all. wasn't. Definitely right. Uh, he just think he just like you know. I'm, 
lock, I'm out of jail, shackles it off, time me go out, I'm, I'm free. He wasn't, he wasn't trying to be racist at all. So, I mean, I, I get why people would, would took it as, as racism because, you know, the, uh, those chains remind me of a Woos back in the day. Right, right. Kuta Kente. So, right. Um, right. I see why people were, were offended. And I'm, I'm not, you know, was, was so, I wasn't so, like, you know, like, fuck blame Bray Murphy and uh, yeah. you know, be the racist and all that. But if, if people were offended, I would not I would not be too upset about them being offended. Right, and I can understand that. But to be fair, if anyone knows Buddy Murphy, I mean, come on, call it ignorance, right? Even I know, even though I wasn't living in the States like he was while he was with WWE, even I know <laughs> to do something like that is going to be in bad taste, right? So I know he didn't mean it that way. But he should have known better, but I guess he was a bit ignorant. I just hope that didn't really stuff up his his chances of actually going to AEW. You know what I mean? That's what I'm worried about. And that could possibly be a reason why he's not in AEW yet. I hope it's not, but you never know. Well, I don't think that that's the reason because he got a freaking awesome gun apologizing for saying the N-word back in the day. Right. So, like, I don't think... If they if they so you know have have been, have been on you know racism, then S. Caber should been to be fired. Austin Gunn should be be fired. You know they they Tony Khan said he banned Hulk Hogan for being racist, but like you have yeah. you, got, you got guys like S. Caber and uh, Austin Gunn admitted to saying N word. S. Caber literally said the E R like the hard R for versus the N word during the Peter right, he, right. alongside Kevin Steen. So yeah, why that's the fuck true. Why, why the fuck you still a poor boy is beyond me. Yeah, see, the double standards are a bit fucking silly in AEW, it seems, and Tony Khan in speci- you know, specifically. And that's that's what pisses me off too, man. If you're going to be one way, then stick it, you know, stick to it that way. You can't be, you can't go two ways and expect everything to be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Exactly. Well, that's 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 the double standards of professional wrestling, unfortunately, Michael. <laughs> it is what it is. But let's get into Rampage. We get into uh, AEW Friday Night Rampage from, uh, where was it? From the Windhurst Arena in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Our commentators for the evening is Taz, Ricky Starks, Jericho, and Excalibur. And our first match is Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Best Friends. <laughs> In uh, what was it, Utah and uh, Orange Cassidy? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I I agree one hundred percent, man. I mean, you know, you get uh, what's it called, uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish getting the win over the best friends, but this match was fucking. I don't know, man. I I didn't really like it. It is what it is. I mean, what what do you think, man? I mean, I I like I I like the match, but like, but you know, Orange Cassidy had had one with stupid antics. That's what I'm saying, right? And that's what was annoying me the whole time, dude. And it's just like, why the hell are you going in there? Like, oh, I gotta put, put my hand in my pocket and I gotta do the lazy kicks to buy a fist and Adam Cole, like, like, dude, wh- why the fuck are you doing that? And and, and again, he did the, he did the thing again. He didn't big beach break his finisher. It's supposed to be his finisher, but he's trying to go for uh, the orange punch. Like, dude. Why got why the orange punch, the Superman punch, your finisher? That's stupid. Dude. <laughs> and I was gonna go blow for blow in the match. I might as well, you know, say it, but 
We start the match with, you know, Fish kicks away at Yuta to start, but it's quickly off to Cassidy versus Cole for pockets versus Boom. How silly does that sound? You know, Cole blocks another pockets reach and gets flipped down by the arm. Cassidy flips around Cole to increase the frustration, and it's back to Yuta for for a two-off a backsplash. Yuta gets taken into the corner, though, and the double teaming puts him in trouble. Cole kicks him down, and we take a break. But as we come back from the break, Cassidy getting knocked off the apron, but getting back up for the hot tag anyway. Some slow motion kicks annoy Cole and Fish. It's stereo dives to take them down to the floor. Cassidy hits a big dive on Fish and Yuta, and Yuta hits an even bigger frog splash for two on Cole. The stun dog millionaire into a German suplex into a jackknife cover gets the same as Fish making the save. That was a pretty cool spot. But anyway, Yuta is back in with a fisherman's buster for two. On Fish, as Cassidy's, you know, sending to the ropes, back in, back in, and Fish catches Yuta on top, setting up a Super Falcon Arrow to pin Yuta in 12 minutes and 55 seconds. And like you were saying, you enjoyed the match, but you were annoyed by Cassidy's um, antics, shall I say. Yeah, his, his, his antics, every time he he has a match, he got to get us in, and it was stupid. Lazy kicks and his hands in his pockets. Like, no, I don't want to see that shit in a match, especially if it's like a gross match. Like, like he wasn't doing that shit when he was facing going against uh, Chris Jericho. I mean, most of the time he wasn't right. doing that. But that's true. That was, a, that was a gross match. But like, it was just like a throwaway match. Like, this, like this, like this match was all put together because who, 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 who's the better, better best friends between Adam Cole and Bar Fizz and the best friends? Like, who fucking cares? Like. Why are you making these big dumb dumb reasons why these these matches exist in AEW? It's so fucking dumb. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true, man. It's <laughs> that, and that's an, that's an issue I've got. There's too much dumb in AEW, like you're saying. And uh, I mean, where's where's Orange Cassidy's ceiling, dude? Really, when you think about it, he's nothing more than a friggin' what, like a comedy act. Yeah, he, he's always he always been a comedy act. It's like I I don't I, that's why I don't take his, this guy seriously as, as a a contender at any any championship. Like it's it bothers my mind that this guy was actually a challenger for the eight you know, world championship at double or nothing this this past that past uh, spring. It's, it's just he would he would never win a championship. If there were there was a twenty four seven championship type belt in AW, he would win that, but there, there's not. So I'll put him in, in TNT championship matches or um AW World Championship matches. You can put him in Taddy Taddy Championship matches if you want to, but don't put a belt, belt on him at all. He's not the championship uh worthy wrestler. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and uh shout outs to Light Bright. Is that how you pronounce your name? <laughs> Aloha. So I hope I hope you're enjoying the show, dude. But uh, yeah, man, you're you're spot on, hundred percent. I mean, it is what it is. But you know what else I want to talk about? What do you think of Adam Cole in AEW right now, dude? I, I honestly, I don't, I don't like it. I don't wait. Really, I don't like it. I don't know what they're doing with him. He he went from being the biggest the biggest star in NT to being a, a sidekick. Yeah, right. And uh, like even when when me Jago and uh, and Chris were reviewing Rampage earlier on the Hamin Media Network. Where you can find uncaged over there, um, you know, we we're, were saying like, did he ever have a babyface running WWE? When you think about it, I don't think he did. Not since Ring of Honor, 
And right now, he's not having a babyface run either. And the thing that I've got an issue with, right, they're trying to make him into some badass heel, which is not really working because the fans always want to go, boom, you know what I mean? And baby. And they're always going to do that, right? You know, how about you do this, TK? If you want to make him a heel, and I'm just giving you free advice, thank me later, right? All you need to do is stop him from doing the boom and the baby, and the crowd would be pissed. It's as easy as that. That's how you make him into a heel. Well, I mean, heels, it doesn't matter if you're a heel or a baby face, they will always, you know, get there and sit in. Like, Barry Wu had the glorious theme song. Um, what, what else? Um, the Rock, he was he was still doing the whole people's elbow and people's eyebrow nonsense when he was a heel. And it's like, right, but- if Al, if Al Cole stopped, stopped doing the boom and the, the baby, they still got to try to do it one way or another. Like, they always, they always got to find a way to do it. So that's fine. They can they can always find a way, but if he cuts them off or some shit, like almost similar to like, you know, when Daniel Bryan was doing the no, no, and everyone was like, yes, yes. Something along those lines, but not even like Bebe, just like he pretends he does it and then he just, he winds up and he's like, nah, flips to the fucking birds and says, fuck you all. You know what I mean? I ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me that wouldn't get heat, bro. Yeah, that that would, that would get get heat for sure, and and, and you mentioned uh, on on case that when King Omega comes back, he's a attack King uh attack King Omega or whatnot. I I got I thought of a better idea. What's how that? about you? Have, how about you have Adam Cole attack Tony Tony Tawani? Have Ad- yeah, you could do that, and they tried to sort of do that, but where did that go? Nowhere because Shivani is still hanging around with his woman, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 was business about it on social media. Like, how about how about he start start business about it on social media and actually do something about it? Oh, he has so, been bitching about it on social media, really. Yeah, he 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 saw the the the, the post of him having a Thanksgiving dinner on Dynamite, and it's like, what what the hell is this shit? He said it was like out there crash the party. That's kind of funny to me, man. Well, yeah, you should attack Shivani, but if you're going to attack Shivani, you got to get him off TV for like maybe two or three weeks. And I don't think they want to do that now because um, JR going to be taking off TV because of his skin right. cancer. Yeah, yeah. And I hope JR, you know, gets, you know, has a speedy recovery. Hurry up, JR, get back because we're going to miss you on Dynamite. Well, I know I will. Even though he's got a lot of haters, which I hate, dude. I don't understand why they hate. I think he's still an asset to that company, and I still think he's great at what he does, man. Yeah, as long as we don't get Chris Jericho yelling on at the TV on Dynamite every week, then I, I, I'm fine. Like, I, I I always loved I always like like Chris Jericho on commentary. When he was doing a guest commentary for for Dynamite, but ever since he did, did, doing doing Rampage, all I hear is. This, that, and just screaming like a fucking <laughs> dumbass. Like, fuck oh, off, oh, look at this, Shivani. He's coming back from the top. You know, yeah, he's like, you, you, you know who he is, man? Remember on uh, Southpaw Wrestling, the, the, sh- the that sort of uh, comedy gig in WWE? Yeah, I remember that. You remember it, right? Do you remember Jericho's character, Stan Cameron Moran, whatever the fuck his name was? Yep. That's who he's playing in on Rampage as a commentator, dude. 
<laughs> he really is. I swear. Th- watch that shit, right? And and then listen to his rampage commentary. commentary and I'm telling you, dude, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Stan Cameron Rand. That's what he should be called while doing commentary, bro. And like he he's he's he, when he talking when he talking talk calmly he just like he don't start talking calm like yeah you know you got you got this guy over here he's mean as fuck and all of a sudden oh my god what a move by by examiners like dude what the hell like I I'm tired I'm tired of this guy just screaming out of blue after this just to take it calmly just when a big move happens then you can yell and scream like a like a dumbass. <laughs> That's facts, man. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I know, Chris, I know you're not listening, but if you were, calm the fuck down, bro. Chill the fuck out. Don't need to be exaggerating shit like, oh my God, clothesline, clothesline. <laughs> I don't know. I was doing a JR more so than anything. Else. Stop, Carl. Stop, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, as, like, like I just want to say, look, Fish, as far as Bobby Fish goes, He'd be lower mid card, I think, unless we do get a, a what do you call it, an undisputed era sort of reunion again. I don't know, but time will tell. But as far as Cole goes, it can't be that hard to fucking get some heat with him, man. I mean, seriously. But it is what it is. So we move into match number two between Daniel Garcia. Wait, match number two? That no, sorry, I meant Riho versus Brie Baker. Because I was going to say the Eddie Kingston match was was the main event per se. And I'll put that in inverted commas because the first match is technically the main event, but who knows. In a non-title match, and we got Rebel and Jamie are here with Baker. Rio gets a title shot if she wins. Rio takes her down by the arm to start, but was to go to the ropes to escape quickly with a lockjaw attempt. A drop kick puts, onto, a drop kick puts Baker on the floor, and Rio hits a huge dive onto all three of them. Baker gets in a shot of her own back inside, though, and we take a break. As we come back from the break, Baker cutting off Rio's comeback but getting sent into the corner for the running knee. Rio misses the top rope double stomp, though, and it's an air raid crash for two. A Northern Lights suplex gives Rio two more, and now top rope double stomp can connect for two more again. Baker avoids the running knees in the corner and tries the Fisherman's neck breaker only to get counted into a roll-up for the pin at 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Decent match. Yeah, I, I, it was a okay match from both uh, ladies. Um, it's hard to believe that we uh, Breaker had not been Weho ever since they they started AEW. And that, that's... Right. That's true. That's kind of, it's kind of an interesting story leading up to their eventual championship match. And they call this match a... Black Friday deal match. What does that even fucking mean? Do you get two hosts for one? Is that what they're implying? I mean, they trying to do the whole. Uh, this is like the same same way they did with the trick or trick or treat street fight. They did with uh, her Abaddon. Yeah, tricks, tricks, right? And like they 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 just putting all random uh stipulations of these matches. Like I get it. They, they, their special was AW Rampage Black Friday, or as I like to call it, HRI Black Friday. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one of these ones, bro. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Nicely played. Nicely played. Continue, please. But like, I, I get what they try to do. The whole Black Friday, you know, you you win a match, you get a championship match. Like, I I get it. They did they did this 
and the WWE copy it right after with SmackDown. But that's beside the point. Um, I, it's, it's gonna be uh interesting to see how this match plays plays out. The championship match between WeHo and Britt Baker. Um, I don't know. I do. I do think this match is probably gonna happen at freaking um winter is coming. I don't think they. I don't think they. They wait. Wait a uh, long till Battle of the Bells. That's. I think that's a little bit too long to have this match. But um, it's gonna be interesting, and I. I do think this is gonna be a pretty good match up again for the championship. And I think. I don't think we all taking that belt from uh Burberry anytime soon. No, that's true, man. And and you know what issue I have with this matchup, and I didn't mention this on Uncaged, but I am now. Uh, the the thing is. How are you going to have a program with these two, really, man? Riho cannot really speak a lick of English. And Britt Baker, like, I don't know. It's just a wrong – it's not really a wrong matchup per se, but I feel like it's a wrong program when it's going to be very one-sided, in my opinion. So I don't know how you, like, draw interest. But we're saying on the Uncaged shows also, like I was saying, like in Japan, she she wears all black a lot. But here, you know, we get her in all pink like a ballerina, as Jago said. I mean, why not make it like all black, man? I mean, you you can you know play, play like play it out and like later on to their match, you can have Britt Baker, uh, Jamie Hader, and Rebel piss her off to the point that she she wears black, and she can you can have that you know you know dark uh more uh angry Weho. and uh, there's another another thing. I mean. Jamie Hater. Um Right. Why are you helping with Britt Baker in this match? Is he screwing you over in, in the Thunder Wilson match this past Wednesday? Yeah, I was surprised by that too, man. I was like, I was like, what you what the hell are you doing? This this chick literally screw you out of the championship tournament and you are out here act like nothing happened. Like really Libas? Well, that's what I was gonna say. So we're gonna we're gonna pretend like this never happened now. So is that where we're going? And I don't, I don't, I don't get this at all. It, it reminds me of the whole back and forth with Charlotte and Dana Brooke in WWE, where Dana Brooke fucked up, Charlotte uh, got mad at her, and all of a sudden they got they went when they were cool, cool, cool again the next week. Like this is stupid. Well, not to sound like a prick, the fact that Dana Brooke still has a job in WWE mystifies me, bro. I mean, she's the current two hundred champion. <laughs> yeah, but come on. She does. She done stuff more more twenty four seven than a lot of chicken backs. But that's by the side point. Yeah, but what what is she, man? Uh, man, I can say some shit. I won't say it, but all I'm saying is she must have done more than just Batista. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yes, that's a pizza, folks. That's what I'm saying. It's a pizza, not not Batista. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, like the like the joke goes, right? How big is Batista's friggin' chicken? <laughs> I won't say the other word, but anyway, yeah, man. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm look. I'm looking. I, I, I think we'll get a better match next time round, but I'm not really looking forward to to any like program between these two, really. But I do like Riho in saying that I, I am a fan of hers, and I do think she's great in the ring. She just can't really speak English. Yeah, the, the the speaking uh the, the speaking English barrier uh is killing a lot uh mostly Japanese women. I mean, not not much uh we uh Horashita because he she does speak English uh very well in my opinion. 
Right, and a, and a lot of them can speak like good, like enough English to get by, but Rio just can't speak, man. Yeah, she she, she, can't, she can't speak at all. I don't think I don't think she can go pound for pound with a uh, breaker on, on, on with, uh, Rio Pomos and no way, <laughs> oh no way, that's I mean, a we, death sentence. I mean, you can get get Rio to, to do a cut of promo in, in Japanese, but that that's about it. There's no way you can, you can have her. Do a promo uh, in English, and that that's just more ammo for Britt Baker. Right, absolutely, and I'm cool with her going all Japanese on Britt Baker. Like you know, she's like, ah, Britt Baker, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. I don't want to sound like I don't want to get pointed like a racist. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying, right? Like I'm cool with her doing that, but if they put subtitles, say, right. Does that come across as racist? Not, not, not at all. They, they, they've been doing that for uh, Karasita and all the other wrestlers that speak Japanese and different languages. Well, well, not, not the lizard pros, but, but they've been, they've been doing that for, for, for a lot of people that don't speak English. They, they just cut them with their in their native tongue. So, right, I don't see it. I don't see it as racist at all. But um, if people gotta say this racist, then go fuck yourselves, cause just, <laughs> that's it. You're trying to find a way to make everything racist, and it's just like it doesn't make make it fun at all. Absolutely, that deserves a round of applause, track. That absolutely deserves a round of applause, because that and that's the problem with society, dude. You, you're not sure what's racist and what's not anymore, dude. You can't do shit without getting freaking criticized one way or the other, right? I mean. You know, you know. Tell me this, dude. Right? You're African American, right? Yeah. Now tell me, tell me, tell me if you would take this the wrong way. I personally think you you're not going to take it the wrong way, right? But I I compare two black wrestlers, right? Yep. And because I compare two black wrestlers, I got called a I got called a racist. Can you believe that shit? Man, I swear well, to you. I swear, well, it was actually by my co-host, you know, Jeff Lippman. He goes, I wouldn't be saying that if I were you. I'm like, why? And he's like, nah, that, that's, that's going to be labeled as racist. I go, what's, so, what's racist about fucking saying one wrestler reminds you of another black wrestler? What's the fucking problem? I go, I mean, no one's going to take it for that. I mean, if someone did take it like that, I'd be like, Really? First of all, Jeff Jeff Limdick, fuck you. Second of all, <laughs> um... <laughs> oh man, that 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 made my day. That made my day. That really, ma- dude. Everyone's <laughs> cheering. Everyone is cheering for that one. <laughs> that was that good. That 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 the fans are cheering, bro. But. Please continue. Yeah, and fuck you, Limtik. All right, Limtik, <laughs> should I say? But <laughs> but it's all good. But anyway, yeah, go continue on. Second of all, it's not a wrong comparing two black wrestlers with uh, one one other. Not another. It's like it's just I don't I don't see see the problem with that. It's like you comparing a uh, freaking Lee Johnson to um, uh, a Scorpio Sky like that. That's not racism. Not- <laughs> crazy bro that's fucking crazy and you know what's even funny he goes if i were you i would edit that right 
And I'm like, I'm not going to edit it. Why should I edit it? I mean, what the fuck? I, I go, you're tripping, man. I go, there's no way anyone. I mean, if if anyone got offended by that, man, you got issues, straight up, <laughs> like like bad. You know what I mean? Because if 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 we got to that point, society's gone, bro. Yeah, Eddie's nuts, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, eat these nuts, man. These nuts. <laughs> but, but <laughs> now we sound like we're hating Jeff. Don't worry, man. We still love you. We're just we're just stating the fucking facts. That's it. It is what it is. But anyway, enough of Mr. Limpman. Already gets enough attention as it is here at the PWC, which you can find him on actually with Hammerlock Hangover and Garden of Doom. Not to mention the countless PWC shows that we do together. But um, if you ever listen to this, Jeff, chill out, relax, we're just playing, and happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to you too, Michael, actually. Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that's gold, bro. But anyway, we move on. To, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to recover from that one. But we move on to the main event between Daniel Garcia, Daniel who? And versus Eddie Kingston. And uh, you know what, man? Uh, I actually didn't mind this match, man. I think it was a lot better than what it was. The only thing I'm confused about is what the fuck is going on with Jericho in the fucking inner circle? And Kingston. And Kingston, should I say. I asked asked that question almost every day. Seeing Jericho in the inner circle. Um... It was not a good Jericho annoying people the death on the commentary is is Sammy Guevara and these mass these uh, mysterious Oba challenges. Where the fuck are these Oba challenges coming from? Like you I, tell I, me. I, <laughs> I see wrestlers saying, Oh, I hear that Oba challenge. Where the fuck did you hear that? <laughs> like, You're on fire tonight, bro, I'll say. Where the fuck did you hear his Oba Towns? I didn't hear anything about Oba Towns. Did you hear it from freaking buff, buff fuck Egypt? Like, I don't like the hell. <laughs> oh, man. I had to. <laughs> I had to, bro. But yeah, you tell me, dude. You tell me. I mean, do, what do we get here, man? Like, I mean, oh, man. Uh, like we were saying on Uncage against, I hate to bring it up all the time, but. There's some, excuse me, there's some truth to it. Maybe this is leading to a Kevin Steen feud with Jericho in the future when he's, when Kevin Steen's contract goes up, I believe in December in WWE. Do you think he's officially going to be joining AEW and, and then we move into a, like a Jericho spot once again, which would be pretty awesome to continue that years later. Uh, I, I yeah I think I think uh, Kevin Kevin Owens is leaving WWE after his contract contract is up is is obvious. Um, I mean everybody everybody else is leaving. Everybody else is, is getting they either getting cut or they let their contract expire to go to somewhere else. And if right. they do, if they do have another part of like program with him and uh Kurt Jericho. I would not mind that at all. I think they have pretty good chemistry oh, as partners. Sure. As partners or and as uh, opponents, so them having a few kick uh, starting off uh, Kevin Steen's career at AEW, I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I hope this is true, man. It, it, it would feel like he's planting seeds for Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, whatever you want to call him, to make that jump into AEW. Now, if there's something they know that we don't, 
I'm hoping that's where it goes. Because it, it would make sense. Otherwise, this shit doesn't make sense to me, dude. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know why they having Chris Jericho saving a Kason from two point Like just because two point dumbasses you know uh Chris Jericho promo during Dynamite this week doesn't mean like oh I gotta help help out in Kingston. Like I mean this is this is just like the whole uh, odd pairing with, with Cody and Pac. Only this right. time people actually like uh Eddie Kingston and people surprisingly like Chris Jericho. But, um, yeah, yeah. Why you're not a fan of Jericho's? <laughs> uh, ever since he came to AEW, he's been a best boy. So I mean, it's it's, it's been on off. Ooh, another more shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Track with the shots firing. I wish I had a brrr, brrr sort of fucking sample. Maybe I should do that for next time. But, dude, tonight you're absolutely swinging the bombs. Forget uh, CM Punk's pipe bombs. And forget fucking uh, uh, MJF's friggin' nukes. You went fucking Hiroshima, bro. Uh, and I mean, still a nuke, but still. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, if I, if I'm gonna be in a new nuke holes on on this show, I gotta bring bring the fire. You know what I mean? You know, absolutely. It may not bring bring busting seats, but it brings ear to the streets. You know, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Hey, exactly, exactly, dude, absolutely. And again. That deserves a round of applause. I know I'm overdoing it right now, but the fans can't help themselves, bro. <laughs> they're, they're clapping, they're cheering, they're, they're doing all sorts of stuff. But yeah, man, you're right. And and anyway, we'll, we'll see where this goes. I'm surprised. The, the cool thing about Rampage, can you believe we've only gone 43 minutes, dude, and we've pretty much covered the whole show? <laughs> that, that, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's the only thing about Rampage... I mean, oh, well, since, you know what? Since, you know, we've, we're doing pretty quick time, Mozzle, ah, you know what I was thinking? Do you want to join me for another impromptu show? Sure. Why not? Well, I was thinking of doing the PWC Extra, which is our sort of breaking news show. I don't know if you've ever seen that or heard that. Oh, I, me I, and Chris... I, I listened to the first oh. Right. And me and Chris done that because of the releases. But I think there's a few news... That we need to jump over to, to the extra show, bro. Might as well do a two for one. Uh, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah, you're cool. You're not tired. You don't want to go to bed just yet. Not, not yet. All right. Well, let's do the extra. But for now, I'm Jimmy T. He's a track black. But before actually we go, please tell me where they can find you, Michael. Well, you can find me on Twitter at MacReasonNews. Find me on on uh, Instagram at MichaelDavis612. You can you can uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, the PW Hustle Zone. I do a drop black experience. I do funny moments of the Morris and PBL So and keep keep on be on the lookout on a, on on this week's uh, PBL Hustle Zone channel. I'm gonna be doing uploading a vlog of my experience at Westgate this weekend. Yeah, dude, and in turn, I'll, I'll upload it to here, right here to the PWC Network. That, that, that sounds good. Well, I think that's a wrap, man. I'm Jimmy T. Oh, again, I fucked it up. Before I do go, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Also at atmarkmedia.com, where you'll find not only this show, but every other show that we do. And uh, 
if you want to follow me, you can follow me at TJ uh, Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network on Twitter. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Michael Davis, aka 8-Track Black. And you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Carnage Show right here on the PWC Network and at markmedia.com. Peace. See ya. of the Homeboy 88 podcast and good friend of the Pro Wrestling Coalition Network, the PWC. Check out my podcast where all the podcasts are available, the Homeboy 88 podcast. Thank you.